We're back. Jeans, 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 jeans. Is that from Poltergeist? They're back. Yeah. I think so. In the 80s. That's an old ass movie. Just when you thought you ran out of denim, <laughs> a truckload pulled up in front of your house, and they're unloading pallets of it. What kind? Where are you going to put all this stuff? Is it faded for summer denim? Like the sun has bleached out the denim? Bleached out summer denim. <laughs> whitewashed denim. The kind of denim that you can just, just never gets old, you know? Never goes out of style, that denim. Never goes out of style. Uh, there's a lot to catch up on. We'll get to it very briefly. Really quickly, um, me, your main motherfucker, um, I am going to Columbus, Ohio, home of the current national championship Buckeyes, uh, this Thursday, August 13th. I'll be at the Funny Bone, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. So I got a bunch of shows at the Columbus Funny Bone. Hope you can make it. Next week, I'm doing one show only in Dayton, Ohio at Wiley's on the 19th. And then a few days later, the 23rd, Comedy Out Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky, August 23rd. That's it. Then I split, I come home, and Jeans and I go on a vacation. A much-deserved vacation. Um, after that, in September, I'm going to Hawaii to do one show in Honolulu, uh, September 11th. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, oops. And um, then I do a, a kind of one night run. Charlotte, Raleigh, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, and Columbia, Missouri. Wait, wait. I got a new one for you. Instead of Charlotte? Yeah. Chartlet. That's really good. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> you got it. Can't believe I haven't been saying that for yeah, years. Yeah, well. So all those are at. Um, uh, com. go to the shows page links to everything dog um, that's that jeans anything you want to mention I mean I'm staying home now because my belly is overtaking my life um, but listen to that's deep bro if you like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. talk about deep shit you know what I'm saying I know what you're saying life you know you know we're not yeah okay all right all right you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, man. You know what I'm saying? I got it. Um, I don't really like wearing jeans in the summer. Do you? No, it, it gets too much. It's it's perfect for winter. Yeah. And I've never worn cut-off jean shorts. Have you? No. <laughs> what kind of question is that well, for me? Well, you lived in Florida. That's no, where I, they invented cut-off jean shorts. In Gainesville, they invented that. Not in, Don't give Florida the map. Oh, it's Gainesville? Yeah, that's where those Did, turds walk around. Is that on Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's official. It's it's like in the <laughs> Library of Congress. Actually, where's Daisy Duke from? They're from uh, somewhere where the Confederate flag... Still, I've, hopefully flies high. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of this bullshit. People talking about taking that flag down. Of course. Look, I'm, I'll tell you right now. There's, there's four <laughs> flags in this room right now. Four Confederate flags. <laughs> you gotta celebrate our heritage, you know, it's cultural. First of all, it's just pride. Just it's, pride. It's just about, I'm proud of where I'm from. I mean, shit. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get. Wow. 
How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Wow. Sorry, guys. We were out last week, so we had to catch up on some of our ad reads. And we're not all caught up, so we'll do <laughs> a few more later. Zoinks. Sorry. Sorry, kiddos. Sorry, jeans. That's how it goes. All right. You ready, baby? Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's do this. The Manatee County Fair, Linda Carson, ABC7. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! From the... <laughs> <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone loving to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. I smell a fart. You didn't do that? No. Okay. Smells kind of farty. No, well, we, we sit next to the toilet here. <laughs> oh. That's oh, right. you. No, I did not fart. No. This is, a, this is a vine of this lady doing a news report, <laughs> and she pets this little goat, <laughs> and then it knocks her over. <laughs> That's why she screams. I thought she was she was petting Bitsy, our dog. Uh, Bitsy she, does the same thing. Uh, no. Manatee County Fair, Linda Carson, ABC7. <laughs> Would you not eat my pants? Ah! From the Manatee <laughs> County Fair, Linda Carson, ABC7. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> again, again. <laughs> From the Manatee County Fair, Linda Carson, ABC7. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the... Of the the grape stomping lady, that famous yeah. one, you know? That's good. Oh. ABC7. That's Nancy like, Carter. <laughs> Will you not eat my pants? And then, then it hits her. She goes, <laughs> How horrible is it to be a news reporter? To be like fake every day of your life? And you have to do those field pieces, you oh. know? Tours, <laughs> seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun. A whole day. Stop. Oh, 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 oh,
It's a classic jeans. That's classic all the way. Yeah, it's an old school one. Yeah, you have to cover stories, just nonsense stories. The Manatee County Fair, Linda Carson, <laughs> ABC7. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that scream is so good. <laughs> I love when it rains in L.A. or there's a fire and then they send the person out in the field yeah. to cover the story. You're like, behind me, there's fire. Dude. It's a lot. It's a hot. It's burning. <laughs> Tell me, how does it feel? Or well, the, it's hot and it's burning. The live, live for no reason. Remember right. I told you, I, I learned that. I'd never thought of it until my professor, because I was a comm major, and he was like, most live stories are live for no reason. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, it'll be like a story. And think about how many times you've seen this now, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's so fucking dumb. <laughs> it'll be like, city, the, the, the money... That the city is spending on, um, you know, exit tolls is wasted. And then for more on that, here's, you know, here's Jim Minor. And then live from the county courthouse. And it, it's a 9 p.m. show. Yeah, I'm standing outside of the courthouse where inside here they've been discussing earlier, not now, but earlier they discussed right. it. And then you're like, why are we why doing are a live here? feed? Yeah. It's a total waste. Yeah. Because the idea yeah. is that live is better it's that people go oh this is live wow. oh wow yeah it's exciting yeah. i guess There's no point in it look live. at the courthouse now yeah it's just so dumb yeah to have li- and then they the worst are the human interest that person who's like right, these hot dogs That's are supposed to be made with another type of meat yeah. that i'm gonna eat as many as i can right now you see them doing it and they're like oh god and then they always cut to the news crew who's like Barry's crazy. Yeah. You know? Well, how many morning shows have we done like that? Oh, yeah, I it's, know. My favorite, there's, I forget what city it's in, and uh, they stock the audience with just old people, really old people. And it's like the gay guy and the girl, and they're, they're best friends, and they wear matching sweaters, and and they always lead with bad questions. Like, of course. They'll be like, so, Christina, you went to Afghanistan. How fun was that? And you're yeah. like, wait, it wasn't. It's a war zone. I saw bodies burned. Uh, kids were dying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you going to go back? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, those morning shows are the worst. What do they ask you about? Like, It's only... always the same dumb thing. They'll be like, now we have a comedian. And they're always like, <laughs> they think you're going to be, they assume that if they say the word comedian, the person sitting next to them is wacky yeah or high energy like the idea that you're not high energy doesn't even register to most of those people oh it's the worst and if you are like they immediately address they're like well you're not like exactly a a ball of energy and you're like okay i think they are always disappointed that we're not robin williams right yeah they are like you and i are morning show kryptonite when we go on there they hate us they hate us yeah (laughs) they hate us every fucking morning show i've ever done (laughs) they're like oh well this could have been better so tell me you're married to a comedian how's that are you guys just cracking jokes all day that's another one it's really fun oh man it's like i i so many times too they'll be like um do you uh you know they'll ask me i heard you're married and what remember the one time the lady goes like it's your wife tammy pescatelli oh Um, that's great "Mm -hmm. tammy that's my wife (laughs) could have been worse tammy's pretty cool (laughs) yeah no i know it just shows that like uh, they don't. They don't, they don't even, care. They're just like, who's the comedian? Okay, that's. We're just gonna give you a wife. I don't care. They yeah. just read the whatever copy someone gave them. They pulled off your website in your bio five seconds before you showed up. I, I did. I shit. did that one where like they immediately uh, like okay like 
if you say anything that they feel is like risque, oh yeah, woo, they get nervous. Of they course. get really, really nervous. Um, I was trying to find the uh, morning show one that I. Well, here's. Oh, I think this guy here. This guy was like really nervous. Let's see. Segura and others are part of the Death Squad Network. Don't worry, this isn't the kind of group federal officials should be aware of. It's not. Tom's with us this morning. By the way, that segment opens with a picture of Burt Kreischer on the screen. This is... Oh, Burt Kreischer has joined us a few times. Uh, He, Tom Segura, and others are part of the Death Squad Network. The Death Squad Network. This isn't the kind of group federal officials should be aware of. It's not. Tom's with us this morning. Good to see you, Tom. What was that laugh about? That was Bert. (laughs) 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 Hey, guys. Did you guys have Heineken? That's a perfect impression, by the way. It is good. a lot of everything. Oh, okay. He's barely alive. Did you know that? That guy's liver is shut down. No. 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 I eat a lot. You've got a story. Wow, we'll get there. Well, let's talk about the death. It's so much fun. Um, speaking of Bert, we were in Montreal at the comedy festival, and I was getting my hair done, and the uh, makeup artist met you first, and uh-huh. then you left the room, and Bert came in, and she was talking to him, and uh, she goes to me, she goes, oh, here's your shirt, why don't you give this to your husband, put it in your purse, and she turned to Bert thinking that it was you. God, <laughs> I really have to change my whole fucking appearance. <laughs> I didn't put Pete on the couch. Somebody else put Pete on the couch to mock me. But you know what? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Right? He's not going to pee on the couch. And neither is our special guest. I'm going to go out on a limb and say comedian Tom Segura. You're not going to pee on our furniture either. I have, I've peed on a lot of things. Well, then I'm very sorry, Willis. Willis Furniture. They're our new furniture sponsor. I won't pee on your furniture. Sponsor. Do you know what that means? We have to give it back, so please don't. So if they're going to take it back, then why not pee? On it too. You may see that chair uh, with a big red tag on it when it goes. All right. No, it's sorry. Pa- it's terrible. And I remember I got fired from Chelsea lately, and then they would always ask me about how much I love Chelsea Handler right, in the right. interview. Oh, you work for Chelsea Handler. How's that? Is she is she just really fun? Sitzkies here with who is oh, that? God, this so... is uh, this is Theo Huxtable. Uh, I rescued him in uh, March. I highly recommend rescuing. You got him on a morning show. They loved it. Theo is magic. And you're married to a couple. Tom Segura, who was on the show a little while ago. How is that to have two stand-ups? How is that? It's kind of like. I don't know, wearing the same outfit as your coworker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's awesome because we don't have to. We don't have to hold back. Well, I can say everything to him. Can I not? I can't listen to, to myself. Fine. I'm it's, listening. And you're me. And you're Please. me. Just as being. Yeah, and yeah. the best part is like you get you get to be juvenile. Like if we go to. Um, okay, can I not hear this? <sighs> I don't want to hear myself. I enjoyed it. Were they? They were. That's the gay guy and the girl, and they're wearing the same sweater. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. How fucking lame is that? How embarrassing is that? That's your career. Oh, my God. Thank God we don't have to do that, huh? Yep. We just wear our jeans together. <laughs> we just put our legs in the same pair of jeans. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off. Up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. 
beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Oh, I have, I have to address something really quick. What? I shot my special this Oh, my weekend. goodness. Man, let me tell you. It is such a relief to be done. I bet. And I am so thankful, grateful, humbled by the audiences I had in Seattle. It was awesome. Was there a lot of denim there? There was a ton of denim. And it's weird. It feels, it feels you know, as a comedian, it's like you can never be sincere. Yeah. But it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. Well, Kiman would be very pleased. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was an amazing experience for me. You know? That's awesome. I mean, your stage looked amazing. You looked amazing. What is amazed? Can we talk about your shirt that you had made? Okay, so that, let me tell you, let me tell you what happened. I, you know, you start thinking about clothes a while out, and then you go, I'm this big fucking asshole. It's 250 pounds, babe. It's a- so I go, no, no. The, the 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 reason is I'm saying that is because like, there's a lot of stores that like I go into and it's just there's nothing there for me. You know, and it's hard to find normal people clothes, regular yeah. regular people sizes. I'm a, you know, it's just. They're like small, medium, large, extra large, and then it'll like, and then I go to a, I'll go to a place where the double XL fits like a dress. In other words, it's enormous. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Or they'll have a triple XL that I can't button. Like the button doesn't fit the <laughs> hole. And I'm like, how is this a triple XL? Or the brands that do fit you for some reason are like Urban Wear. Yeah. It's always like Fat Farm with like crazy colors. Yeah. Or like cross colors or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, Sean John shit. Yeah, yeah it's like ridiculous. <laughs> I wore. I bought a Sean John for a taping. I bought it for one taping for some TV the thing. The BET one. 
No, I bought it for some Comedy Central thing. And the wardrobe people were like, are you going to wear Sean John? And I go, I mean, it fits. And they're like, we'll take it. They took the label off. Well, of course. You know, I was like, uh, well, right. that's the problem with those hip hop brands is that they love to pr- put the brand up. Of course, it, you can't you can't be subtle with that yeah. stuff. That's, so and TV, they don't let you have logos. That's that's why it's a problem. Then I'm thinking like, I just want to wear like a cool collared, short sleeve like polo almost, you know, but like a styled one, not just like a regular golf shirt, you know, like a dad shirt. No, but like a nice one. Like there's cool ones, you know. And I just I didn't I didn't have, I I searched too late. I couldn't find it. So I was like, all right. I had these shirts made in Hong Kong, you know. So I go. Um, no, it's not. It's not just a shirt made in Hong Kong. Yeah, you're not telling them what it's called. Oh, Danny's, <laughs> my boy Danny. Because that's you're how like, it is when you go to Hong Kong and you go God. to the like the uh, the tailor division. Yeah. Um, hold on. There's like. Um, all the names are very like just one name. It's like Rockies, Danny's, yeah. Sammy's, Johnny's. Like the, that's how they the tailors and they've been there like forty, fifty years. So when I was there, I went to Danny's, and then Danny came to L.A. He does he does like trips, you know. His son does every few months, um, and he goes all over. You know, he has clients in all these different areas. And he came to the house, and I got fitted for some like just casual shirts, like you know couple with patterns but mostly pretty you know normal like monotone right whatever like black white so i had a few of those made and then like the week of the show i go i need more shirts i just had that panic of like i I need more options so i emailed him and he over like not overnight but like two day had these navy blue ones i wanted to wear navy blue for the special like dark blue and he had a made and then it was like the morning I'm leaving, they still hadn't arrived. And he emailed me that they're at the post office. Like they yeah. tried to deliver them. I run to the post office. I get them. They're there. I take off. I go to do the show at Cobb's, which was amazing. With uh, with uh, Full Charge came with me. And then Sacramento the next night, great show at the Punchline. And then we traveled to Seattle. Oh, and I was also in such a panic that I didn't have the right shirt that I went to Beverly Hills and I went to like Saks and I bought ridiculously expensive shirts that I didn't even love, but just so that I have the backup option. I bought those, spent like hundreds of dollars on those shirts. And like shirts that I would never be like, yeah, I'll just wear this around, you know, like they're yeah. so crazy expensive. <clears throat> I brought those with me. Anyways, I try on the shirt that I want to wear, the navy blue, and they're like, and at the rehearsal, the guy's like, uh, they're looking at the monitor and Jay, the director goes, Oh, there's kind of a sheen to those. Like, they're kind of like, you know, it's kind of standing out. Yeah, because a guy named Danny in Hong Kong made them for you. No, that's not why. It's just to happen to be that, the, the material. They're sateen, like no. sheets. No, because guess what we ended up wearing? What? A Danny shirt. I love it. Well, that but reason, it wasn't the one that I had rushed to me. It was a different one. But the reason I bring it up is because you told me to pull aside some shirts from you. You were on the road. Yeah. And you go, babe, go into my closet. And pull out some Danny shirts. And I was like, what the fuck brand is a Danny shirt? And you're like, it's made by Danny. Danny, yeah. the guy in Hong Kong. I'm like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me he brands them Danny shirts? Yeah. And sure enough, I open the closet. I pull out one of your shirts. And on the label, it just says Danny's. <laughs> D-A-N-N-Y apostrophe. It's just Danny's. They're not good. Like, at, they're not good at branding. Okay. It's not cool. <laughs> cool no, is not the emphasis. But that's the thing. But the shirt's it's, great. 
it's actually way cool. Like, I want Danny's brand to be everywhere. Like, why aren't they should call every shirt company like just the the guy's first name? Who's your? Hey man, where'd you get that shirt, <laughs> Chris? Danny. It's Chris's shirt. It's Chris's shirt. Yeah, the only thing that would be better it. is if my name was Danny. That would be the shirt. That would be rad. See, that should be a little bit extra. He can sew your name into the collar. Well, he does sew my name into my suit jacket. Oh, that's cute. And he sewed. And it, and actually, on that shirt, if you flip up the bottom, it says Segura here. That's awesome. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want that. They don't do that at Old Navy. But here's the best thing. People think they hear custom made and they're like, well, I just can't afford that. Let me tell you something, man. These shirts were way less expensive than if you were to go to even like, I found more expensive shirts in Macy's and, you know, department really? store. So, Absolutely. Because it's in Hong Kong and. No, not even just there. Oh. I'm saying, especially if you have any, like there's some dudes and girls that literally they walk into stores and it's like clothes are made for them. Like, like there's a guy, you know, there's whatever, there's millions of guys out there that if they go and they, they guess a medium t-shirt, it fits like a glove. Like their body is that it's a mm-hmm. medium, but there's people that are tall that are, you know, wide that are even guys that are just super muscular, super fat, whatever your like body style is that never can quite find the right thing. If you go and you just type in like custom shirt and you can, it doesn't have to be like people think it's just for like businessmen, like wearing their suits to work every day. These guys can make anything. And, and it's a, it's a tailor who ends up making a shirt just for your body. It, it looks so much better than when you buy a shirt off the rack. That's the only right, thing. Right. But I'm saying that that service exists in Hong Kong. Danny's in Hong Kong. Baby, I'm trying to tell you that, that he, that's not just in Hong Kong. But you can get it done that cheap here? Of course. You're kidding. No. I didn't know that. That's that, why I thought yeah. it was so... I thought that's why I was like, oh, in Hong Kong, everybody does it It's that a way. huge market in Hong Kong. Oh. But it's a, it definitely exists here. I mean, I've... I want to do that. Do, just, all you do is Google custom made or bespoke in your city. And there's... I mean, in LA, there's you know a dozen places to do that. Because you told me there's a difference between bespoke and custom. Well, that's true. But... but because custom is supposed to be it works from uh, like a blueprint and then it becomes tailored to you. Bespoke is a measurement from scratch where okay. they just create something from you. Wow. But that's more like in, you know, for the more like a suit term. But like for the custom made stuff, you know, you can find we landed in uh, Vancouver and as we're driving to the hotel, we're at a stoplight. It's just like custom-made shirts and suits here. It was just like mm. a strip mall kind of place. Dude, that stuff. And, and the thing is, they have, they have the range to give you really high-end if that's what you're st- seeking. Or just if you want just, you know, shirts to walk around. I don't know. I think it's a game changer having a shirt like that that fits you perfectly. You're kind of like Downton Abbey times. Like, that's how they had all their clothes done. You, you just There was no such thing as department stores back then. But I'm always bummed out when I go to buy shirts. It's the worst. Because nothing fits. Out. Yeah. Dude, being preggers is the same way. I can't just go to a normal but store I'm now. I'm pregnant all the time. <laughs> it fucking sucks not being able to just fit into stuff now. You have to go to like a specialty store. Yeah. It's a horrible bummer. Dude, but I got to tell you, back to the special... Um, so we got to Seattle, uh, we're chilling out like a day early, you know, basically the, the morning of, I start to get like that kind of anxious feeling, you know, yeah. cause you're like, of course. you got the countdown to this going on and there's just variables you don't control when you shoot that I've now experienced 
like before, so I know them. Um, and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, man. I wonder if this, how it's going to go tonight. And there's, you know, start to get like uh, in your head about your set, even though you know it so well. You've run it. I've run it fucking 250 times this set, you know. Mm-hmm. So I go, all right. This, you know, I'm, I'm just going to stay focused. Of course, I, I end up picking the shirt that I didn't even want to wear, but they told me it looked best on camera. We go there, sitting around. First show starts. Show goes great. So I walk off, and they're like, dude, it's in the can. Like, now you know that we have it. You can go bananas. Which, which is it, great. Which is kind of like, but you also like, what does that even mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, what do you mean go bananas? Like, right. I just, I'm doing my set, right? But what happens Because it makes is, you feel like, you're like, well, was that not good enough? Yeah, like, yeah. When they say that, they're like, they're like but that. this one, go go crazy. I go, what do you mean go crazy? What do you mean? How am I supposed to go crazy? I'm doing yeah. my stand-up. But what happened was the energy on the late show was so intense from the beginning. Like full charges, he did. He warmed up both crowds, and during the second show, when he was up there, I'm backstage and I turn to Josh and I go, "This is going to be fucking crazy," because I could hear the audience. The audience, like so good, yeah. And he was just like crushing, (laughs) right? And I go, "This is going to be nuts." And I go out there, and it's it's like pandemonium when I walk out. But what happened was, I felt so much looser. Because I had, that's why it's so important to run that set. Yeah. Like that first, the first tape. That's why the two taping system is, is genius because you run it and then, first of all, you have the confidence if it went well that, like, oh, I have it. Like, if, yeah. if you only yeah. have that one, you're then like, that's fun. it. Because I got an offer to do an hour or two and the, the person offering was like, one, one hour, you get one shot at it. No, you can't and do that. And you told me that. You were like, do not do that. And I, this reinforced it even more. It reinforced it even more. Could you imagine if you recorded an, a record album, like a song album, and Quincy Jones is like, you get one take. One Michael, shot. One shot, Michael. No. And you're like, what? Uh, no. It's impossible. That second show was, if you were at the 930 Seattle show, just know that that was, it was almost, honestly, it was one of the most fun experiences of my life doing stand-up. And how lucky that, that's the thing that was captured on camera. Can't, captured, yeah, yeah. Because you you have those anomaly shows yes. once every All, yeah. fifty shows. Yeah. Is amazing. A few times a year you have like yeah. you, you should have seen last. Wow, show. that was bana- and the, yeah. but you're in like Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, no one fucking <laughs> Dubuque. And you know you have it, Sucks. and like people that were there were like, dude, I was at yeah. that show, and you're like, that's cool. Yeah, it was captured on camera for Netflix. Can I tell you that that serendipitous stuff? It happens for a reason, I yeah. think, because there's been shows where. You know, you crush, and then the right guy is in is the that room. The show? Yeah, oh yeah, my! Yeah. And that 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 show changed your career. Yeah, this could be one of those things where you're like, oh my god, there's a reason that 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 was a maze. It was a maze. Yeah, Kim yeah. Man would be so happy. That's how actually my my manager that I still have today, <laughs> Joshi, was at one of those shows when I was featuring. You know, like when I was featuring. Uh, eight oh, years ago. I hear you say, and he saw. He happened to see you. He saw me knock it, destroy. Yeah, a show. One Isn't time. that neat? That's, that's and that wasn't a standard show. You know, like that wasn't like the everyday show that I do. Right. But he was at that anomaly show you're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes there's lightning in a bottle, and if you're lucky enough to be recording it. Yeah. God, well, you lucked yeah, out. I mean, That's amazing. I, I got emotional after it. Honestly, I'm sure because uh, I just felt like I really felt so lucky and thankful that that was one of those shows. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I just felt like 
man, like it just doesn't always go like this. It doesn't. And sometimes you'll have a proficient set where like, you know, you you run the bits clean. Like your first show, I'm sure you were yeah. like, I got it. I Great. Got it. Yeah. It's good enough. And then you take it to that next level. The next level. Well, the, the thing Great. that happened was they were so crazy and good and like listening and everything yeah. that I felt myself like really being loose and, and, and having fun. fun. Yeah, because yeah. when the audience is on board with you to the point where like you yeah. just say you something. Start being like, you start yeah. throwing, like you, you twist your bits a yep. little bit, add, yep. add little things you never say usually. Yep. and. You're more phys- like I felt more animated, you know, little all those spice. little things. Yeah, yeah. You throw a little a little bell on it, and they get it. And yeah, you're like as opposed to some other shows where you throw a little bell on a, a bit, and they're just like, "Huh, I don't get you." Like you connect. I think it's connection and yeah, it is and symbiosis. My belly button's about to pop today. Oh, shit. I think it's going to happen. Look how tiny it is. It's a sliver now. Yeah. Um, well, that's great, James. I can't wait to see. I'm it. so happy about it, you know. And it's yeah, weird to it feel that be. way. It's, awesome. I, it's actually like I uh, I got a text from uh, Tom Papa. He goes, "How'd it go?" Aww. I was like, "So great!" Um, like, uh, like I, I, I'm just I'm just so happy about it, which I never am. And he goes, "Doesn't sound good." Like, like, <laughs> like uh, that, that's, that's, that's that's troubling that you're so happy with it, you know? Because like, funny. and I go, "Yeah, I think I'm done." Yeah, like, you got to uh, retire now. Yeah, that like was your some, special. Something fucked up, like that I'm all happy about it. Because the way you leave shows is like, oh, shit. Horrible. Yeah. I left, yeah, my last show at Flappers on Saturday. I've been flogging myself for two days well, now. Taping-wise, I, I can tell you, like, live at Gotham that I did a million years ago, horrible. Um, like I I'm remember saying, that. I remember you were really upset. I mean, I did, I'll, I'm not even saying this, like, as Brad, I, I did I better than most on my show because Robert Schimmel, Open them up for me as like a favor, like to be sweet. But like I can, the feeling was like, ugh, like I hated how it went, you know? Like I, I just, I didn't enjoy myself. Yeah. It's the first time I ever taped stand-up too. Um, I remember when I did uh, Russell Peters taping. That was a nightmare. That was horrible. I remember I was, I th- wasn't I with you on that? Was that, that the BT? No, that was Showtime. Okay. That was a, yeah. You were with me. That's where you you and uh, Rocco were meeting and talking. That and was the special night. Kissing and stuff. That yeah. was a nice night. Yeah. Some. You know. I remember when I did the Amsterdam. They go. We're bringing you up first and no warm up. And I go, dude. You got to ter- do something. For, you have to. And he's like, well, I'm not going to burn like material. I go, well, uh, then just just fuck talk with the to crowd them for a yeah. minute. I go, you got to get them laughing. Oh, it was it was horrible. So I was the warm up of my own taping. <laughs> It was terrible. And you can't really fuck around no. on tape. You can't be like, hey, it's guys. It's a super bright room, too, which I hate <laughs> for taping. That's the worst. The crowd's lit up. Yeah, all lit up. And shit. I was like, man, this is fucking Remember what happened awful. to me in Montreal when I shot that TV taping in Montreal? So we just went to oh, the comedy yeah, yeah, festival, yeah, and I did some TV taping for Canadian television. Yeah. And uh, Chris D'Elia's the host. He does a great job. He brings me out. I get my first joke out. It's They're laughing. The energy's great. And then I feel a tug on my arm and the producer pulls me back and he's like, we have to do that all over again. And I went, motherfucker, into the microphone, like joking, like half joking, half serious. Like, I really thought, by the way, you can't do that to a comic. When I heard it, I had, st- you always ask me to leave. You're like, leave. Because when, when I hate you watching me do stand up. I hate it. It's so weird. I'm very shy with you watching me like that. So I, I step like outside. It. I'm on the phone, actually. And I come in and they're like, uh. Oh man, that sucked, huh? And I go, what? <laughs> and they're like, that they had to redo Christina's. I go, 
but what? <laughs> and all I thought about actually was how upset you must be. No. I, well, I know, but when you hear like they had to rehab or redo it, <laughs> I was like, oh man, like I was bracing myself for for anger. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. They had some sound issue on the microphone. Like it was a production thing. But you can't do that to a comic. Like once they're off and rolling, be like, okay, can you do that the joke over again? Do you know what can I've you guys never act done? Surprised? That they that I've that I guess some people. Do, but I've never done it in in two what in two hour specials and one half hour special. I've never done this. What they go? Hey, like if you want to just like restart something, just yeah. go do that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Or if you want to be like, um, yeah, I want to say that line again. I'm like, what? You know, who I've seen do that actually, and it worked. Was yeah. Bert? I went yeah. to Bert's first taping, taping yeah. like years and years ago, and um, and he did it, and I was like, oh, you can do that. I guess you can. I guess I'm saying that the whole thing is like it's weird. It is me. weird. It's weird for me too. I would prefer not to. Um, I saw Phyllis Stiller's first HBO comedy special, and she does it. She did an HBO special. Wait, like the very first one ever done. It was wow. like in the late seventies, and she um, she stops and she goes, "Can I take that again?" And she takes it again, and they didn't edit it out, which was so weird. Oh my god! It was like you're supposed to edit out her saying, "Can I take it again?" You dumb fucks. <laughs> Stupid it's really fucking. nice of you to leave that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm so glad. I can't wait to see I'm the just, cuts. I can't wait. You know, the other relief is is like, I think uh, people, most people understand this. That you get sick of your material. Yeah. I've been sick of this stuff for a good little while. Yeah. And um, it's like it's permission to re- to start over again. Another, it's a permission to build again. Like I'm not one of these people that can go like, I got that hour. I'm going to work on this new hour. I have to like in some way shoot or record it to be like to oh, make something of it you don't want to be just done with dump it, it yeah know? yeah well good so now you can start you know fresh take a break yeah and um and go go do your next thing man yeah yeah it's exciting can you tell can you tell people the title or is that not allowed yet oh yeah it's it's called um hey fuck you man i'm on the phone <laughs> i don't know it's a i'm at the comedy club man well that that's sicklers is that really Oh, yeah. that's his thing. Okay. Yeah. Is it um sub Kane? Yeah. Dude, both tapings, people yelled it out. <laughs> and I was and then one one show, this guy's like, Sub Kane? And I go like, All right, Sub Kane. And they're all like, ah. And then he's like, Sup, Sub Dookie Shoes. And I go like, Hey, you know that I'm taping something right now, right? <laughs> like uh you're just be like, Do your old shit. Like yeah, I, go, yeah. I gotta shoot this new thing. Yeah, it's funny that they love Screaming out Sub Kane. Which I can't get mad about. I mean, shit. I mean, shit. Just in your toilet, you know? Well, are you going to say the title or no? Mostly stories. Mostly stories. Okay. Yeah. So it's, do we know we have a release date? When no. People can expect it. Okay. But they told me basically what happens is on the last one, because it's a licensed special, that's why it's not in every country. I found out about this stuff. Oh. The new one will be in every place that has Netflix. So even countries that aren't predominantly English speaking will have it. And what they do is the reason that it takes long to from like the, like it's in you know the shoot date was Friday. It goes into color or no well not it goes into like a rough cut mode now. We'll start the cut and they'll probably have a, a close to final cut. Let's say end of September, early October. There might be a round of notes. Then they go color correct it. You know finalize that audio mix it then they send it to every market but every market has to have it subtitled first 
Right. And they go, that's what takes six, eight weeks, is that because it's in what, however many, 50 countries, all those countries that aren't English-speaking have to have it it's subtitled horrible. before you can release well, it. Well, how the hell do you watch stand-up? Could you imagine watching, but it's, like... It's because it's, a, it's, a, it's a considered a release of a film, you know? I know. So, no, I understand what but I'm saying, like, as, a, as an audience member, like, stand-up comedy, to me, is so American. It's mm. or Australian or English now. Right. But it's such, like... Um, you really have to hear the inflection of people's, you know, it's not just the words that make somebody funny. It's the whole context and. Oh, for sure. You know, I well, just yeah, imagine no. it's. There's going to be people that watch it. They're like, the fuck is this asshole talking about? <laughs> and Some of them are English it, speaking like, too. What? Some of them speak English too. In the well, book. yeah. But yeah, yeah it'll be. It's in interesting. The, I'm but when you look at where English speaking comics are going now to do stand up, I mean. Of course. They're yeah. doing it. Everywhere. Kevin Hart is now going to um, India. So like we, they used to be like just Russell. Yeah. But Hart's going to go do Mumbai and like all these places. And like, you know, Russell does it in Dubai, you know? Yeah, well, there's all obviously lots of English speakers too. But that's yeah. my point no, is that yeah. it's going to land on all these places. But I'm saying like imagine just not speaking a word of English and reading like somebody's act. <laughs> Hearing the laughs. And you're like, what? <laughs> So my so I saw your special on Netflix. Yeah. I hate everything you've <laughs> ever said. This is fucking stupid. stupid Here's my release date right here. Hello, this is Dead Mouse without the fucking stupid hat. <laughs> and this is enemy.com. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sezu, I run my own fucking record label. I'll release mine on a Wednesday just to be fucking contrary. Not Friday. No, 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 no. So Monday was quite a big deal for you. Who's decided this? America. <laughs> Probably. Fucking hell. Well, we'll see about that, won't we? Um, I thought, no, wow, on a Friday. It used to be Monday. Yeah, I don't know. The world's gone fucking mad on it. Some fucker has focus grouped that somewhere in a room somewhere to maximise, you know, some amount of record sales. If we, get it, if we, if we have it on a Friday... Then by the time it gets to Monday, we'll have already sold a million albums if one is Taylor Swift, presumably. Um, yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, it won't make shit albums any better, will it? They still sound shit on a fucking Friday. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy, Noel Gallagher. He's so great. I fucking love everything this guy says. I think he's the only person that makes sense in the world. In the world? The internet. All right. No, not in the world. As, uh, musicians-wise, you don't really... I don't hear many people saying the kind of shit that he says. I like it. That's your guy. Here's my guy. I'm proud to have come out as polyamorous, <laughs> and now I'm excited to share that I'm bisexual. I got to tell you, the phone call with your dad, just the first, the opening, where you're like, Dad, hey, buddy, I'm poly and I'm bi. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I think I had that in my head for like... Two or three weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Polly and a bye, Dad. Dad. What's that, buddy? <laughs> you got you gotta tell your parents what makes your dick hard. You gotta inform your elderly parents. Whatever makes you come, share it with your yeah, parents. Exactly. Yep. Why why? They're seventy years old. Yeah, you don't have to do that. They gotta know what makes you come hard. Dude, after this, I gotta <laughs> run to uh Wells Fargo to make a deposit. No. And then I got to go work out. Yep. I'm sorry, where are you going to go? Wells Fartco. I hope you didn't use that in your special because that's my joke. It's mine. It's mine. 
No, it's that's mine. my thing. I I say Wells Fartgo. That's the joke. I wrote that. It's my. I've been saying that since I was like 15 years old. That's my joke. You're not going to use that. You can't. I don't give you permission say, to use that. I say Wells Fartgo. Nope. Or like nope. If I'm gonna, if I have a fart, I'll go. Do you wanna fart? Do no. you wanna fart? Can you really fart? <laughs> that's fart, 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 that's fart, my song too. No, it's not. That's ice. I invented. Do you wanna fart? Do you wanna fart? Can you re- see how I sing it? Like fart, I know fart, it. Fart, fart. But I added that tag. You added it. Yeah, but that's my song. Uh, it's kind of a collaborative. I'll give you like a writing credit, but I oh feel like I kind of own it. Like Thousand Ranch, I invented that. <gasps> oh my god! Thousand Ranch. I invented Thousand Island Ranch dressing. Babe, Thousand Ranch is mine. By the way, I mixed ranch with Thousand Island dressing, and you like it now. Yeah, I do. Because I invented it. No, I invented it. I invented it. I, and I also, I wrote this song for our dog. I call it, Fee-fo, fee-fo, fum, little tiny poofy-roo. Fee-fo, fee-fo, fum, little tiny poofy-choo. Little tiny poofy-roo. Little tiny poofy You're going to sing the Fee-fo song like it's, like it's yours? I mean, there's just things that I came up with. I'm just Babe, talking about Babe, I them. came up with a Fee-fo song. That's my song. He and I wrote that together and... We just let you in on the FIFO song. <laughs> yes. I even convinced the manager to put up a sign that says, well, fart, Wells Fargo. Okay. Out. Well, enjoy your life alone. Why do you take all my, my, my things? That's my stuff. It's kind of fun. It's my stuff. Tell it's me a about, really good FIFO song, though. Don't you like it? It's really good. He likes it, too. I think, it's, I think it settles him. He's like, hmm. He does like it. He looks at me when I sing it to him. But when he walks, that's my song. I'm in yeah. charge. Yeah, that's right. I run this show. <laughs> that is why they come with people. I like that one. They come, they come with people. people. That was the, one of the first they come songs. People. They come with people. I like that one. Oh, by the way, um, my walkout song yes. for the special. How fucking cool is this? I love when just cool shit happens to good people, and, and you know, and basically you get. All fucking love. My fucking walkout song that will be on the Did special. Did you have to say fucking walk? I, I mean, it's like is uh, made by Ghost Crew. That's so rad. I hired, I paid them, and they made a, a a beat for me to walk out to. That's so awesome. So it's pretty cool, man. Maybe I can get the Pixies to do mine. Good luck, Kim Deal. Um, and as promised, because I saw actually, I met half of Ghost Crew. I met Chris. Not at the special, but the week before in Portland. And uh, he asked me if we'd ever played this song on here. And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm sure we played this, but I don't know if we... Uh, then I, I, I mean, I can't go and like go through all the episodes and find it, but... Thank you. 
I like the so-called homeless man's version way more already. Did you walk out to that? No, that would have been pretty cool. But um, but they made me an awesome track. I'll I'll, I'll um, I have to talk to I think them and the production people. Maybe I can play it on here. It's pretty cool. That'd be cool. That's awesome. Those guys gave us some cups too for the house. Yeah, they're great. The Ghost Crew cups and the um, Australian <laughs> Dream cups. That was that was Chris, man. I've been drinking out of the Chuck Woolery one this morning. Yeah, it was thanks. So good. Thanks, buddy. It makes me laugh. It's really, really, really talented. Yeah, Those guys are really, Obi-Wan Cannoli, Ghost Crew, all the guys, all yeah. the, the people that submit music. The amazing. musicians. What a, uh, Maxwell. Max right? Newman. Max Newman. Dude, I, Plum. Trying oh, to my put God. My, yeah. Plum, yeah. No, it's always amazing. It, yeah, send more songs, by the way. Anybody. Yeah. We love getting these songs, you know? It's great. Um, yeah. Send it to yourmomspodcast at gmail.com. Your mom's po- Here's a song. This fucking cr- I want this to be our new theme song and it's not from any of those guys but it's pretty good. You want to hear it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. 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 Here we go. Now. My name Bishop Bullwagger from the first church nothing but the truth. Deacon Kyle, Deacon George, Deacon Clay open the door, let them in, turn them loose. First, I want to thank God for the blood running warm in my veins. That's all right. Thank God for my life, health, and strength. I got a sound mind. I'm not insane. Come on, come on. I ain't going to preach too long. Ain't going to take the service too far. My sermon this morning. Hell to the no, no, no. Come on, come on. Come on. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. This is so good. So good. The video is so amazing. He's outside in a white suit wearing like a black, almost cowboy style hat. And then he's at a podium. It looks like there's a a statue of a monkey. And then, uh, I don't know, a pint of something next to him. And the song's called Hell to the No, No, No. I mean, (laughs) what's better than this song? Nothing. This is he's got his phone number published on there. Mm, of Jesus. What's his number? Let's get the mommies on it. 813-731-3097. That's what it says. Go it's, ahead guys, give it a call. <laughs> his name is Bishop Bullwinkle. Okay, Bishop. Oh, that's a fire extinguisher next to him. Mm. I don't know. Collard greens and cornbread and rice. Chicken breast oxtails on the side. That's all right. He can frame, get my dark truck ready. Cause when I get through, I need to ride. He can big rob. Count the money, count the money. Come back, tell me what you raise. I got some people day looking for some blessings. But now God got to get the praise. There's an old saying. When the praises go up, you get the blessing coming down. Yeah, I got some peoples in the church, huh? and they still, they still, they messing around. Hell no, to the no, no, no. 
He's petting a dog right now. Well, he's happy as shit. That's why. This is really crazy. He is too blessed to be stressed. That is really good. I just love when people are so full of Jesus joy, Christ joy, God joy. How do you get like that? How do I get like that? I like to get like that. You gotta, you gotta jump in, man. You gotta jump in, you gotta jump all in. in. You gotta go all in. Okay. You can't feel it by just going half in. Hell no. Hell no, 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 no. What if you became like a super religious person <laughs> now? I think I will. I think I'm into it. Because you're gonna be a mother? No. Oh. Now that I'm a man. Now that I'm a mom. <laughs> I gotta change all my material. The mom material. T-Chess, thanks for the... Um, the card. The card. And the sticker. And the, and the, and the onesie. Yeah, that's right. She gave sub me a sub, sub cane onesie. It's exciting. Now we have like three Wu Tang onesies, a sub cane onesie. <laughs> uh, we got a few more. Guys, where are the Kim Deal denim. onesies? Oh, I got denim. Um, somebody gave me denim, uh, like little like diaper shorts. Yeah, where are my Pixies onesies? Come on. Don't start asking for it, dude. Well, I don't. I can't put just Wu Tang. I know, but you can't just... ask for it. We're going to get bombarded with shit. <laughs> I should have be Please, careful what I do ask that. for. Uh, so listen, I mean, we've been getting a lot of tweets about it. The audience needs to know what's up with your DJing, dude. <laughs> I'm into what I'm doing. Have okay? you been practicing? Have you ordered the equipment yet? Like, inquiring minds need to know. Of course, everybody on Twitter's fired up about your DJing career. Of course, it. W- I mean, look, it went great, man. Let me um, trying to get some of this. Have you settled on a name, firstly? Of like how I'm gonna DJ, like what my what's your name? I I think DJ Dadmouth is amazing for you. That's not really cool. DJ Dadmouth, there's nobody out there called that. Why are you Why are you making fun of me? DJ Dirt Whistle. Um. DJ Beard Smells. I don't know. I like DJ. Where's Daddy? I like DJ Dadmouth. I like DJ Dirt Whistle. Um, <laughs> DJ, I hate my dad. <laughs> I don't hate my dad. <laughs> DJ Daddy blew my college money on turntables. Let's see. Hold on. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to DJ for you here. Oh, okay. You working on some shit? Yeah, I've been. Let me see if I can. Oh wow! I really want you. To, oh wow! To enjoy how much like DJing. I'm I can't believe this. You've actually been. I like the song that that. What is that song? I like it. Um, what do you mean? This song under it. (laughs) I like it. Look, I'm just DJing. I don't know, like. I like this, Jeans. Well, I mean, all I know. This song. This song. Who is this? This is a. This is a, you know, Jay-Z. Yeah, oh, I love this song, yeah. Fuck with me. You know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. 
sexy bitch. Don't fuck with me, you know I got it. You fucking whore. Fuck with me, you know I got it. You wanna fuck with me? Fuck with me, you know I got it. Alright. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. She All I do, all I do is scratch. DJ, you really want to fuck with me? You want to fuck with me? So did you record that on your new equipment that you bought? So I got like, I didn't go crazy. I just bought like, I spent like six, seven grand just because, you know. (laughs) I'm sorry. How much? Like seven, 6,800. Where's the equipment? It's coming. It's, it's, it's like, cause I. Well, this is like a. Oh my god! I, that was a temporary one that like I I borrowed some sure. stuff to like try it out, uh-huh. and then once I tried it, I I was able to just you know record some of the mixes, and then I was like I like this, so I ordered like some. Uh, I ordered a mixer. I actually don't have everything yet. I have one turntable <laughs> and a mixer, so I just got to buy the other one now. And then is this going in the baby's room? Is this <laughs> no, it's gonna go. <laughs> Well, yeah, because that room's huge when you think about it. I know. There's, there's the, it's the biggest room in and the house, And it has, house, it has really. like, the divider. <laughs> so I can put the turntables on the other side. Yeah. Plus, I want the baby to know yeah. real hip-hop, you know? Right, like, right. Right. Well, when he's falling asleep, you can... Wicked, 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 Good night. Wicked, 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 Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Twizzinkle, twizzinkle, little star. Twinkle, twinkle. There you go. Twinkle, 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 twinkle. Yeah. Yeah. Get really, really. Silent night. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho. Holy, holy, holy night. Shake that ass. There you go. Silent night. Lick my ass up and down. Lick it till your tongue turn doo doo brown. Doo doo brown. Doo doo brown. Doo 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 brown. Yeah. Just really relax as a kid. That kind of scratching, you know, is relaxing. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, we Pass have more me. business we have to attend to. Ma- Sorry. I got to make a peachy. Can you please okay. press pause? Yeah, sure. Hold on a second. Um, yeah. So listen, I know this is a lot of ads this episode, but we missed and um, we have to catch up. So we have to do more ads. Sorry. You can fast forward if you don't want to hear them. So, I mean, let me tell you. I don't know. We're not really listening, pay attention. Well, you know, people get upset. So when I tell, I'm saying if it's if it's a deal breaker for you, then you can not listen to. It. It's like when you DVR something, I guess you know. Yeah. Listen, um, I love having these ads because it's, it's it helps us, you know, live our life. <laughs> we kind of need ads. Um, and we're happy, we're thrilled with everybody that we work with. They're all great. So, Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming 
I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30 day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I farted in the restaurant yesterday. Um, um, uh huh. And what was really interesting is that I went to the restroom for just number one. We had finished our meal. And then I started the fart. You ever do this where you, the walk back? I started the fart in the hallway. And then I figured, okay, I farted for like five consecutive seconds. Like it was really long. And I'm like, by the time I make it back to the table, it'll be long gone. It'll be aired out. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't. No, it, it, it trailed you. And then it came to the table and it came back. I farted, by the way, one time during my special. <laughs> so big. And I remember the moment. So I'm going to wait till yeah. I can see the cut and see if you can actually show. I can actually see myself going. Because I, I felt it and I was like, I'm going to wait. And I set a line where it got an applause and I went. And you farted on the applause. Like a huge fart, too. I was like, See, I'm always afraid of farting on stage. I feel like the audience can hear it. Well, that's why I waited. Till the applause. Yeah, so I I tried. I wanted to make sure that it didn't come. And it was a big, big, long fart. And was it smelly? No, I mean, I I didn't really pay. I just remember that, like, it was a relief. I was like, ooh. You know, I feel like you. And I don't mean this as a criticism, I just mean this as a constructive thing with you. Okay. You know, it's like I'm five months pregnant. I've got these crazy farts. And I just feel like you're not really kind of giving me the credit that I deserve for them. Like, they smell really bad. And you're not kind of pra- praising me no, like you should. I've I've been well aware of them and how bad they smell. And it's really awful. But why don't you say more? Like, why don't I've you compliment I've said plenty me and I've left rooms and I've I've put the window lock on in the car and not let you control windows. I've I've done what I can do. <laughs> what do you mean? I want to discourage it, okay? It's really terrible. <laughs> Babe, it's your child in there that makes me fart. It's you that makes me fart like I feel like this. he might come out even farting so bad. Of course. Like you're about to push him out. Do you know that this week, so we, we go to that What to Expect app, mm-hmm. and the fucking annoying lady with those videos and the bad glossy lips tells you what your baby's up to this week? And this week he can, so she, he can hear all the sounds inside of me. That's right. She goes, he can hear the whoosh of your blood and your heartbeat and he can hear (laughs) your mother's voice and your, and he can also hear your tummy growling. And it's like, like, why isn't she saying he can hear your farts and your (laughs) horrific bouts of diarrhea? He can hear that for sure. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Let's keep it real. How about this shit? This is real right here. See how real this is to you. Brighter than your love. A lot brighter. You might be love. A lot brighter. And you can test me on history, geography, politics, anything you want. But what I've heard from you today is worse than what I hear from children in school playgrounds. That's how much you know. What are you doing in children? 
It's two. What's going on? Two old people at a bus stop arguing. No, I hear this. I hear that. Is somebody speaking to you from up there? Are you lucky, Tommy? No, no, no. Here, listen. Oh, that's bad. I haven't been away. Keep your mouth shut then. Keep it shut. If you've nothing better to say, keep it shut. You disputed me and this man when we were on about the death penalty. End of story. <laughs> That's how this started. Will you check on that? That's how this started. Will you check, if you Will you check on that? I love wow. old people arguing. Especially when they sound like Britcom. Yeah. I mean, what was that? I think yeah, that they need a little bit of Jesus in their life. They'll do that, but time to get on. They on the telephone talking about the can't stand your breath. Yeah, I got people in the church smoking weed, drinking whiskey, drinking wow. a lot of gin. What you said? I got the preacher Wednesday night prayer meeting talking about can I get an amen? Talk to him. Amen. Every Sunday morning, about a quarter, about a half past ten. Come on. I got some faggots, got some bull daggers. I got some hoes, go back and coming in. That's right, that's right. Yeah. And now they're laying at the altar. And they confess the sin, their sin. Yeah. Come on, bitch. The time you see them Monday morning, okay. doing the same thing again. Come on. I love this guy. Babe, what's bull dagger? What do you mean? He said, I got a bull dagger. Oh, I don't know. Bull dagger. I, I definitely don't know. Like Here's, um, don't you wish church was like this here in LA? I'd go every week if this guy oh, was. this guy? Well, if he did that song every week, I'd be Hell no. No, no, no. Yeah, I'd pay for that. Me too. Um, you remember when we were in the Bahamas? So we did something like 08. What did we go there for? <laughs> uh, and uh, Jukanoo. It's the Junkanoo. Yeah. The festival. That's right. Yeah. So remember we took the. We had to go to Harbor Island for the Harbor Island for the marriage certificate. Of course, we're in that one office, and we were talking to the white girl, and we were like, "You're white." <laughs> yeah, we were kind of stupid thinking. And she back. was like, "Yeah," but she had her like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. from yeah, I was born and raised in," and she had her like Lutra, Lutra, yeah, Harbor Island, yeah, the Pink Sands Beach, yeah, yeah. Sandy over at Sandy Cooch, yeah, Sandy Cooch Beach. And we were like, "Holy shit!" Because actually, it's it's kind of. Fair. The entire time leading up to that, we had not met one white native. No, the mostly there are black people living in the Caribbean. Yeah, that's not like an unusual thing, right? Well, she was like, yeah, born, raised, everything. We weren't. We got married on a Lutheran in two thousand eight. That's the the non-event my husband's referring to. (laughs) And we had to go to Harbor Island. We had to take a ferry to go to Harbor Island to get our marriage license. And we were like, why the fuck didn't we stay at Harbor Island? This is way nicer than the Lutheran. This video here goes out to all my yardy them who live abroad. Oh. Or any Caribbean man who live abroad. Come and know say you have it worse. Right? <laughs> I been getting emails like every single day. There's not a day that I don't go on the internet where I have at least three or four emails. People I'm looking and say, Are you really Jamaican? Or are you just putting on that accent? Every Jamaican out there right now that live in the United States, have ever been to the United States, ever visit the United States, put, put, just put your hand up in the air right this. Just, 
They're like, hey, I have. <laughs> I know you've had this problem. You're at a restaurant, right? And you're talking to your friends on the phone or just casually. This girl comes by, your waitress comes by, and she's like, wow, that's a lovely accent. Where are you from? Yo, I'm from Jamaica. Hold on a second. Where's your dreadlocks? Huh? Where's your grass skirts? You guys still live in Trisha dreadlocks. You want to know something crazy? What? Where's your dreadlocks? Can you tell what this guy looks like? I mean, I have a stereotype of what he looks like. Tell me. Chocolatey skin. He's got brown skin and he's got dreadlocks. And he's got like a reefer. Oh my God. He looks like Eminem. Aren't you supposed to smoke ganja? Oh my God. It's so weird. You know I'm giving you this look, right? He looks like Eminem. You get stereotyped every day. Every day people (laughs) are coming up and say, yo, you know, where's your dreadlocks? Why why not smoking ganja? People come, I swear to God, people come up to me and say, yo, you know, we can find some good high grade. Do I look like a drug dealer? <laughs> I'm, an ups- I'm an outstanding citizen. Uh, so I tell you what. I tell you what, all you He's ignorant cute, assholes like out there, him. and I'm sorry I said asshole, I feel bad. I take He's it back because I'm not supposed to cuss better than this video. All you ignorant, bumbo clot people. Bumbo clot. I can't take you, blood clot people. Oh, I can't shit. Take he just you. switched it up. What happened? Oh, oh, that's not uh, yeah. cool. He just did black. Well, he's saying, I guess, I mean, his, his point is like, is this what you want me to look like? Yeah. Right? She said, all Jamaican fair dreadlocks and favor black man like the white man can't be Jamaican and thing. I can't, them up Chinese Jamaican too. As a matter of fact, I hope to God a Chinese man come on camera and tell the people about there to stop stereotyping. Yeah, he kind of made it pretty, <laughs> pretty big leap at that point. Hmm. Anyways, I can't believe it. That dude's whiter than white, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've never seen that. No, I've, I've never seen to, a white Jamaican. I've been to Jamaica and I never encountered a person like. But hey, it happens. It's all, it's all possible, bros. I want to switch speeds really quick. Um, I wrote like a pretty detailed outline for a movie that I wanted to tell you about. Really? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Pitch it. So I'm really into this mm-hmm. story that I wrote. Um, basically like i'll give you the soft pitch so it's about like an elderly man mm-hmm. and you this the movie opens up where he's sitting in front of a mirror mm-hmm. and he's just kind of staring at himself and as the camera pushes in to his reflection in the mirror and 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 the and turns around back to him he now has lipstick on he's like like let's say 80 mm-hmm. and then you know he puts on a wig and he puts on earrings and he sure. gets dressed, uh, and, he, and he kind of is around his house, walking around his house, dressed up like a woman. And then when the door opens and he leaves the house, he's back to dressing like a man. And so the story is about an old man who is slowly accepting his desire to be a woman, mm-hmm. right? Like he's, he had been fighting it forever. So the, he's transitioning but really late in life, you know? So it's kind of like he's finally sure. doing what he wants to do. At the same time, we meet a character who's a young, like a early 20s girl. And we learn that it's a, it's a, it's a girl. The girl is his daughter, but he, he had her uh, like in a one-night stand 
with a with a younger he's woman. He's eighty and she's twenty. Right. So he. So it's sixty years old. He had a one night stand. And 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 uh, and didn't raise the girl really, but she's sure. she's wanted to like have some connection with him, but yeah. he was kind of a shitbird, you know. So hmm. so as he's going through this emotional transition, they slowly connect more. Like she's actually discovering that she can connect with him on an emotional level mm-hmm. as he's opening up to her about what he really wants to do. Mm-hmm. So in like the third act of the film, he has a operation and he has his penis removed mm-hmm. and she elects to have it attached to her. Okay. So huh. she goes and then like in the final act of the film, she goes sure. <laughs> and she uh mm-hmm. she's masturbating with his penis. So it's the penis that attaches sorry. Can I finish? Is it, Can I finish? But I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to follow. Can I finish, How does she attach it to her? No, she goes to she. They to had the doctor, they, they, yeah. The doctor attaches they, it to her there. And so, in, does she have both the vagina and the penis, or just the penis? No, now? both. And then she uh, goes both. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. She goes. Um, in the end, she's like she strokes it, mm-hmm. and she goes. Mm-hmm. It's the last line of the film. She goes, "I have my dad's dick, mm-hmm. but since nothing happens with it, she goes, I need my dad's balls." Okay. And then it fades out, and it's called my dad's dick. Yeah. So I need you to um, yeah. to run a few lines for me. So I, why? Just to, I'm too old to play the part of the well, twenty let's year just, old. Let's just see. So could you go know. ahead and give us? I don't. Know. I have my dad's dick. No. I need my dad's balls. Nope. Please. Um, here we are, and it's Christina. Wait, wait, Pizzisky, wait a uh, minute. Wait. No, wait. You're not. Wait, go ahead, Christina. Can you give me some? Where am I sitting? Am I masturbating? Yeah, you're laying. You're laying in bed at home. You're just staring up at the ceiling. Okay. And you have your your father's eighty year old penis. It's just been attached to you. <laughs> okay. And you're just kind of you're getting to know. Wait, it. You've so the line to- is just so I got this straight. I have, I have my dad's dick. Now I need my dad's balls. No, it's 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 close. Don't say the now. It's just I. Ha- I have my dad's dick. I need my dad's balls. That's yes. and is that the tagline for the, the logline for the movie? <laughs> yes. yes. I need. I. Yes, it's I have my dad's dick. I have my dad's dick. I need I my dad's. Need, but I need my because dad's you balls. realize that without the balls, what's the point of having the dick? Exactly. Exactly. Wow, I think that about is that deep. as like yeah, exactly. That's when I do my next episode. That's deep, bro. About yep. can you have the dick without the balls? It really is an interesting way of looking at things. I have the dick. I have my dad's dick. I need my dad's balls. That's the line. If you could give us a lot more emotion, though, okay? And we got Christina, and she's uh, Christina. If you could go ahead with the line reading. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> I have my dad's dick. I need my dad's balls. That was that was really good. Did you like that? Yeah, I think. Um, I think take your time with it more. Sure. It seemed like it was like really kind of aggressive. But I'm masturbating frantically as I'm doing I, it. But I think you're, you're, it's more like you're, the realization of like, I have it. Oh, and then I, it's a pivotal like, moment. I need, you know. Why like don't that. you show me how you would do the line? It sounds like you've got an idea. I think it's, I have my dad's dick. I 
need my dad's balls. Like that. Okay. Let me right. try. And we got take two for Christina on my dad's dick line reading. I, I have my dad's dick. I need my dad's balls. Oh my god. Did that was like that? amazing. That was, like amazing. That? that was amazing. That was that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was really great. This may seem like a dumb question. Yeah. It's a dumb question. But like do people's genitals age too? Like yes. is the penis really visibly older yeah really sure because like i I look at your 36 year old hog how old are you 36 yeah 36 and i don't feel like it looks that different than guys that i had in my 20s you know what i mean but like is your 80 year old dick gonna be that different i think it will be by the way so this is the clip right your balls will be oh they're gonna hang so much lower this is a clip where um somebody had sent us this video and said like listen to this guy and I was like, well, you didn't give me the time code. And then he emailed back, well, obviously, it's the end of the scene. He wanted us to hear the obviously. guy. Obviously. Bagak. <laughs> oh. So I haven't heard it, but here it's about to come up. Oh, okay. He's in- Kind of screamed a bit there. Mm, he definitely got his dad's balls. He got his dad's balls. See, you 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 really see the. Magic I get the in this. story. Like, so the story is like, she's connected to her dad now, but not fully. Like, she needs to know more of her dad. Right. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, there you fucking go. These clips always make me feel bad. I never <laughs> feel good listening to these clips. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's never positive for me. Just, it's like, ah! it's horrible. It's always horrible, these porno clips. Uh, it's always, it's so depraved. It makes me feel sad for them. <laughs> I just feel sad when I hear it. Like, what is wrong with these people? Behind the scenes of Maximum Kickage. Someone I think both it. men are very charismatic, right? I mean, you know, you're not you're not uh, one of the biggest action stars in the world, and you're not one of the biggest wrestler at one point in time in the world without you know, without having charisma. Well, and again, when you put these guys together, oh my God. these are the guys that made that piece of shit maximum kickage, yeah, yeah. Um, that we played a few episodes <laughs> ago. Yeah, oh. and now they have to. And then uh, I studied from him for many years, and then finally. Uh, uh. Found someone who could teach me Aikido. It was very interesting. Oh my god! I can't believe they even made 
behind. I mean, this was so fun. Where if you haven't seen Maximum Conviction on Netflix, it is such a fucking turd. Um, and they actually, I, I thought in movies like this, they didn't even bother with behind the scenes, but apparently no, they do. They all do. Remember that scene where he's like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "I thought you, I never thought I'd see you again." And then, and then <laughs> he's like, oh, "You know, they bring me in to do this shit." And then the warden's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, you know, we got all this fucking shit," and they just keep saying "fuck." I thought I already closed this prison. Well, it's not closed yet. Not until I'm done here. And, and it all the, makes the premise no was sense. Like, yeah. And they talk for 15 minutes. There's a 15 minute scene. It makes no sense. Totally not. And then he fights somebody sitting down, doesn't he? Yeah, I think this is the director talking about. Oh Christ! It. Yeah, I think he's. It's saying, like, did you really yes. think he believes it's a good movie, the director? If he does, this dude. I mean, I think he needs to see more movies. Because this was a fucking turd. Stars in the world, and you're not one of the biggest wrestler at one point in time in the world without, you know, without having charisma. Well, and again, when you put these guys together, and you know, you put them in a scene, yeah. people want to see them just kick ass. But you, you know, you want them to talk. As a, as, you know, when you're telling stories, you want them to actually be able to have conversation, uh, so you I get don't. their personality and how it mixes. Hey, bud, it's Manning. Hey, listen, we got an issue with the garbage truck. Something jammed in there, and I'm smelling diesel fumes. We're going to block these on the same ventilation system as maintenance. It's Steven's acting. Yes, sir. Same place you booked a 2SS last night. I'll take care of it. I don't think either of us are going to make it out of here tonight. Wonderful. First time to work with Steven. Of course, I've seen damn near every movie the guy's made. I'm a Seagal fan. So to be able to work with him and uh, get in a scene with him uh-huh. uh, is fun. I mean, I am the king of improv, if you'll forgive my saying so. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! What? Did he really just throw that he in there? He just did. He's the king of improv. That's another holy <laughs> shit! Wow, he's so humble. That's what you know. What's interesting is all the time spent in the East cultivating his Buddha nature. He's very humble, despite his that is <laughs> despite my, his Buddha nature. All t- I mean, God, I feel like I made my bit too early. You know, my Seagal bit. I need to like, go back and redo it It's now. like there's so much new stuff that's been added. God. I, when I did it, I wow. didn't know about his music. Right. I didn't know right. about his Buddha nature. Right. right. This is unreal. Wow. 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 Who says that about themselves, by the way? No. I'm the king of improv. <laughs> I got I to hear that again. That's so just good. unbelievable. <laughs> That is. And, uh, getting a scene with him uh, is fun. I mean, I am the king of improv, if you'll forgive my saying so. Uh. Um, I get the essence of what has to be conveyed, and I make sure that that is conveyed, and after that, I sort of say it the way I would really say it. And the action. Wait, do you realize what we just got, by the way? Uh, I, this is such a No, do you understand gem. what we just got? That's his way of acting. We're in the Steven Seagal school of acting right now. He just explained to you his method. <laughs> it is unreal. Oh. Buddha nature. What is the Buddha nature? What is the Buddha nature? What is the Buddha nature? <laughs> Unreal. He really is a piece of work. I mean, 
what he basically actually just admitted to, by the way, God. is that he's a lazy actor and that doesn't want to learn his lines. Yeah. And that he's enough of a big shot and a blowhard who's doing these 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 like low rate, yeah. low budget movies that yeah, when they go cool. when they go, here's the script, he goes, I get the idea of this scene. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say it the way I would say it. And is dismissive to the writer and the the director the of the film hours. who's like or and the other actors by the way yeah. who are like I learned my lines he's like well I don't do that shit I'm yeah. the king of improv right the hours of preparation yeah, of course. that went into the film yeah there's there's an old zen story of oh boy two monks that were walking across the bridge oh boy and the junior monk said to his teacher he said, what is the Buddha nature? And oh the other monk picked him up and threw him in the water. <laughs> you know? I don't get it. Do you get the story? Yep, I get it. I don't get it. I got it. You made your peachy. Yeah. <laughs> you made your peachy. I was thinking of what that little parable meant that um, Steven Seagal was talking about. Yeah. Two monks and then... The, through the other one into the water. The Buddha nature? The Buddha nature. The Buddha nature. Um, I kind of hate Buddhism for that reason. It's always like random shit and it doesn't mean anything. Well, by the way, just in case it escaped your mind, I just wanted yeah. to give you... Uh, it's fun. I mean, I am the king of improv. If you're oh, shit, thing, I so. forgot. That's what he's talking about. That He's the king of improv. Yeah, I forgot. Sorry. I just wanted, I just wanted to remind yep, you yep, in case yep, you were like, yep. hey, I don't remember anything. Hey, do you know who the king of improv is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, uh, if you can forgive uh, me for pointing it out, it's, um, hmm. it's actually... Uh, Improv, if you'll forgive my saying so. I am the king of improv, if you'll forgive my saying so. I mean, I am the king of improv, if you'll forgive my saying so. I mean, I am the king of improv, if you'll forgive my saying so. He needs to forgive I himself. I wonder how for he feels so. about, like, uh, uh. Oh my god. About, like, Will Ferrell or somebody like that. No, well, those guys are not the king of improv. Some of those guys can do improv, all right? Uh. I wonder if he'd be like, Will's all right, but if you're talking about like the king, you know, I'm the king. It's unbelievable. I'm the king of improv. It's unbelievable. Um, it is unfucking real. Hey, how many hot fudge sundays are we going to eat this week? We, I love. I you know I was um you always hear about it before before. <laughs> you know, it ever happens. It's in your life about pregnancy cravings. Mm. I really didn't. Since one coming, uh, I didn't really, you know, we, you know, you've been hungry, but you're eating your cereal that you don't normally eat, and you know, you're kind of mixing it up. But then lately, you've been like, I want ice cream sundae. <laughs> but I like the shitty kind. It's got to be the best. McDonald's. The Can we talk about how cheap that is? I know. so we went to a drive-through, and it was ice cream sundae, no whipped cream, no cherry, extra fudge. Two of them, and they're not. I mean, they're not enormous. They're in the little cup. So Two good. of them was three sixty. It's crazy. That's so cheap. So cheap. Why? Do you, That's why we're a fat country. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. cheaper to eat there for sure. Of course. And I have a, an admission to make. Yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. Yesterday, I made myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I used Jeff peanut butter. And. And I liked it. Yeah. I did. I'm not saying I'm going to switch. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't vomit. You know, right after, like I thought I might. You enjoyed it. It was okay. 
Yeah, good job, Jeans. Yeah. 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 Oh, that actually reminds me of uh, um, that that clip. You remember the yeah clip? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I actually have it queued up today. It's so funny. It was this. Yeah. How can I be fake, Ellie King, if that's your real fucking name? All the pictures is of me. All the videos is of me and my mom, Cindy. You see that lady right there behind me? Though that's my mom, Cindy. So see, I am not fake, you ugly-looking bitch. Ooh. Talk. Yeah, Cindy. you ugly monkey. Go climb on another tree and jump off on the other mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm. Next time, if you harass my daughter, she will get you on her ass. One. I am pregnant with my son, Frederick Jr. Yeah. I'll be five months yeah. tomorrow, and he's kicking the shit out of me right now. Yeah. My dad died three weeks ago tomorrow at 6, 18 a.m. Yeah. My husband is real. He's in the living room watching TV. He doesn't like drama. Why do you think I'd delete him in the first play off my fucking count? Right. But I have... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. My baby's kicking the shit out of me right now. Right. <laughs> Tom. Yeah. I can't cut my own toenails. Yeah. Are you going to cut them? Thing. Yeah. I can't bend over now. I can't touch Why my toenails. Why don't you just bite them? Well, I talked to, uh, I knew a girl in high school. She said that when uh, she was in like elementary school, how about, this is kind of weird. Yeah. Her friend's mother used to bite her and her friend's toenails. It's not weird. To clip them. You didn't really? do that? That seems like a really <laughs> not normal thing to do. It's not normal. I remember the two girls. It's gross. And when she told me, she was like, yeah, she was like, so-and-so's mom used to bite our toenails. How old are they? When the mom did it? When they were like in third and fourth grade? That's too old. I was picturing like a baby, like maybe like a tiny baby you can cut, you can, you know, chew their nails. Yeah. But I don't know, it's too old. It's kind of weird. But seriously, will you give me a pedicure? Will you clean them? Yeah. I have the file. I have the, I have everything. I can't wait until you're really old. And you can't cut your own toenails, and I have to take you to the doctor for it. My, uh, I, I know, I know a couple of people that have done that. A relative, <laughs> and he said he, so gross. he said he went to get a pedicure, and he goes, "I don't normally let them get like that." <laughs> and they're like, "It's okay." Yeah, and yeah. his dog's out. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for me to go. You want? I can just have the podiatrist come to the house if you want. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, because old people's toenails, they get real hard. Yeah. They're not like regular people's toenails. They get long. And scraggly and hard. Yep. Ugh. Well, look, jeans. I think we got to get going here. Okay. You want to... Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a bummer. I know. I know. You know, guys, we didn't do our show last week uh, just because I had some bad news. My mom passed away. And so I kind of had to be dealing with um, death stuff, which is not, it's not fun. It's a lot. Nobody tells you that there's a lot that needs to get done when a person dies. Like, yeah, we had to go to the mortuary, get her cremated. It's pretty, it's pretty we had intense. to go clean out her apartment and figure out what to do with stuff. It's, it's horrendous. And, um, so sorry, we we just needed a week to kind of process it. I don't think you need to say it. I'm sorry, Jeans. No, but you know you know what I mean. I know you guys are like, where's the show? And yeah, uh, and I by the way, being able to tell people right away. It's, I'll say it for you, yeah, because I know like you don't want to say it. Um, 
You don't need to send Christina a bunch of emails about this. <laughs> yeah. um, she doesn't really want them, so <laughs> sorry. Well, only because it's, it's kind of fresh, and I don't really want to be yeah. reading stuff about my mom just yet. Like, yeah, so. give me, give me a minute, give me a moment, give her a lot of minutes, give me some time. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a, but it's you a know lot what? It is, and but she was very mentally ill. My mother was schizophrenic and very uh, gone. So this was like this was kind of I've been waiting for this for yeah. a long time. And to be fair about that, you know, like if if you guys had had more of a um, relationship lately, we wouldn't be doing the show even now. You know, yeah. yeah no, was- I haven't spoken to her in like eight years, so kind of fucked up um eventually i will be able to talk about this on that's deep bro if you guys want to know more detail but yeah. I, this is not the show no. uh, to get into this horrible uh thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is yeah it's fucking weird man it's weird it was it's a weird situation but uh but we're good i have my jeans with me and we're getting through it we're getting through it and my dad's here helping too so yeah so it's all good mommies speaking of your dad yeah why don't we play the rpod song going out yeah okay it's right here Little homage. Shoot up to the R-Pod. Um, <laughs> I love you, babe. And I'm glad um, we're together right now. I love you too, James. And I love all the mommies. Thanks for listening, Thank guys. you for listening, guys. So, um, yeah, we got to wrap it up. Thanks for understanding. And um, we'll talk. Uh, we'll be back next week. Okay? All right. Bye, jeans. Bye, jeans. I didn't see any white people. They were all blacks. <laughs> This is the place I should have been always. Detroit. It's in, it's in Detroit. <laughs> Detroit is your mecca. <laughs>
fuck up, get the fuck out of here. Fuck up, get the fuck out of here. <laughs>